after 10,000 years, I'm free! Time to conquer Earth! Oh, that's Rita. Oh, this is Riza. Right, right, right. Welcome to Full Metal Analysts, our show where we talk about Full Metal Alchemist. I'm Michelle. I'm Mike, and I'm old enough to get that reference. If you get that reference, send us a tweet. <laughs> Arthur said that nobody would get that reference, so... Let's prove him wrong, guys. And our guests today are two of the moderators behind the resilient Riza Hawkeye zine. Please welcome to the show, Katie and Gio. Hello. Hi. Let me start things off by asking you two, how did you two get into Fumel Alchemist? Gio, do you want to go first? Uh, you were you actually got into it first, so maybe you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this in chronological order. I was 10, now I'm 28, so it's been like 18 years. I watched uh, 2003 first. And then I read it, and then I watched Brotherhood, which we all know Brotherhood, and the manga kind of ended around the same time. Uh, I stayed up way too late as a child, and I would watch it on Adult Swim when it came on, like, late, and then it would come on again at, like, I don't know, 2 a.m., and I would always stay up and watch it twice. I remember 2003 used to scare me because of Tucker, that episode where his head, like, turns upside down and he's the weird chimera thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, Mike has not seen 2003 yet, so... What? No, I haven't. What's your opinion? Which is better? I will always prefer the manga over anything, but right. I do love 2003. I love the grittiness, and I love the animation style and the music. I'm kind of, like, unpopular opinion central when it comes to that stuff, because I just... I prefer a lot of that in 2003, uh, but I still like the manga more than more than both anime versions. Makes sense. And Gio? I was kind of a late bloomer. I got into it probably, I want to say, 2014-ish when I was starting college, and I just immediately got obsessed with it, as one does, and I read the manga, and now I have a dog named Winry and an FMA tattoo, and I don't know how to enjoy things in moderation, and here I am with Katie <laughs> and Moss modding the zine. <laughs> I never had the experience of interacting with other Full Metal Alchemist fans apart from my real-life friends. I used to because the same problem. I didn't have anybody to talk about it with, but I would watch it with my sisters and then we would like play role-playing games in the backyard. I was always Riza because of course. <laughs> That's um, and then I would go to my grandma's house and she had a nice printer and I would print off pictures of the Full Metal characters put them on card like poster board and then she would take me to office depot to laminate them so i do i still have them these like giant poster boards with printed off pictures of full metal characters wow. with transmutation circles crudely drawn on the back that's great because um, i was like 12 that is the most adorable story we've heard so far i love everything about it what is it about hawkeye that you two like in particular yeah what drew you as a kid i think i just really admired her but as an adult, I think she speaks to me because she's very um, true to her cause. She's super self-aware, which I appreciate. And she is kind to her core. And so when I think about Full Metal or even when I just think about fictional characters in general, I think or I wish I could be and I wish people around me and I wish more characters could be so genuine, you know? For me, a lot of it has to do with the fact that she's so multifaceted. She's obviously made a lot of horrendous mistakes in her life, and she has such complicated and layered feelings about everything that she's done. And it was something that resonated with me on a very personal level. You know, her regrets and her desire to do better and to help make the world a better place in the wake of something terrible that she contributed to. That was something like so poignant to me, and it really... It struck me in a way that I don't think another character has before. And, you know, the same thing that Katie said about the genuine 
kindness underneath all of that. Yeah, it was just it really resonated with me. Reese's character, you know, it's always a little strange for me because she is such a political creature in some ways. Like she does everything like she's so loyal. She's loyal to a fault. Right. Yes. Right. Right. But I keep thinking about that one moment, you know, when Roy, the temptation of Roy, you know what I mean? Like where she's like, I, she would have killed him. Right. If he'd done the wrong mm -hmm. thing. She's like the one good person in the military that we can count on not to do any more war crimes. <laughs> like the, the thing that's going to keep Roy on the straight and narrow. Ooh, I just got like the chills almost because you're kind of like right in a way. She's not, you know, the, the most, I guess, moral person. But she's also, I mean, you're right, especially in that moment with Roy in the tunnels. She was the only good. <laughs> right. That's interesting. That is interesting. I hadn't thought of her like that before, but then you, what you guys were saying was making me think. But also mm -hmm. something about FMA that's so incredible is that nobody's entirely good and nobody's entirely bad. I mean, except for father, but... Right, right, except... <laughs> but yeah. I think that's kind of the exception. <laughs> Even a lot of the homunculi, like, they have their layers to them as well. Except for Sloth. Except for Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just never got to know that he has, like, a pet goldfish or something. <laughs> you know, like, there wasn't any time. There Nobody no time. asked. <laughs> Nobody asked. Or something. Volunteers at a soup kitchen or something. <laughs> oh, no. Without um, me, they're not going to be able to feed the homeless. What have you done? <laughs> oh, gee, gosh. I feel oh, bad. Somebody draw that. Somebody draw that, please. <laughs> so the resilience scene contains uh, about 65 pages of brand new artwork, poetry, essays, and prose. Can you tell us a little bit more about how was it getting all that content together? But also, was there a desire while making the zine to be like, hey, this is a Hawkeye zine. Let's try to focus more on her and less on her as part of like the Roy and Hawkeye ship well we obviously like a large portion of uh reza's fan base is obviously Roy shippers and creators so we didn't want to say like you can't hint at your ships and your pieces because part of you know fan content is interpreting the source material however you want like we and we and we, we did mention in our faq that you know if you wanted to explore her sexuality for example you could maybe write a piece about her and Rebecca, or if you wanted to explore something where Roy is, you know, inextricably tied to it, then you could explore that. We just wanted to make sure that whatever you wrote or whatever you drew or created was primarily about Riza and, you know, how she interacts with everything around her. It's difficult to have something centered solely around Riza without having Roy involved, because like we said earlier, she is loyal to a fault. Mm -hmm. um, and Roy is a huge part of her character and her development. So we um, were a little lenient in that. But there were some things, you know, where we reminded everybody, hey, this is about her and her development and how you see her. Because at the end of the day, the zine is about kind of how there are so many versions of this character and people interpret in many ways. And we wanted to celebrate that. So I think that's cool because it's sort of, if you think about it, it's like, this could be a great place to find inspiration for a Riza themed Comic-Con costume. <laughs> 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 like I want Riza Chimera, please, you know, or right? what if Riza was oh, a I'm homunculus? Down. 
<laughs> I want to see right? the Risa homunculus first. The magic thing about the Full Alchemist fandom is that there is a what if Axe was a homunculus for every single one of his characters. Yeah. Literally, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could find what if Yoki was a homunculus. Like, if you just search long enough, you would what find that guy. What about the little guy. panda? <laughs> no! <laughs> Xiaomei. Hey, oh what, is, what is your opinion on Xiaomei? Oh, guys, no. In this episode of Panda Talk. Oh, come on best girl no. best girl even better than Risa, would you say oh man it's tough she's it's, tough. it's okay if you say it just now in here in panda talk there are no rules it's okay to say it you'll never hold it against you mike is obsessed with this damn panda who does nothing the entire sh i don't like him i don't like him sorry i have a problem with the panda i want to see somebody make a panda zine try to fill 65 pages of that you know what? If if somebody does it, I'll write a five page fanfic about the panda. Don't challenge me. I'll do it. <laughs> if do you, it, if do you it. do it, I'll write a five. I'll write five pages. I'll write a five page essay about the panda. Okay, but you know what's funny is that I'm uh, for the women made full metal zine. There was a Xiaomi sticker sheet as one of the merch <gasps> items. I must have this, <laughs> which I'm still using. Actually, my sketchbook right next to me has one of the Xiaomi stickers from that on it. That because... is delightful. It's just iconic. I love it. Sheer delight. I'm filled with sheer delight. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. I just have to wrap up this segment of Panda Talk. That, oh that, thank you so much. <laughs> well, listeners, if you're interested, don't forget to check out rizazine.gumroad.com. That's R-I-Z-A-Z-I-N-E.gumroad.com. But before we wrap up this week's episode, I do want to take all three of you into a special game of Connected which is called Hawkeye Fanfic or Lifetime Original Movie. Oh, no. So the rules are very simple. I'm going to tell each of you a title, and you tell me if it's the title from a Hawkeye fanfic from Archive of Our Own or a Lifetime Original Movie. Okay. This good. This is a good okay. one. This is a good one. I, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Katie. Okay. Katie, your title is The Enemy of Peace. <laughs> Oh, that's a Hawkeye fanfic. You want to know how I know? Because I've read it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. We've oh, got a no. problem. We're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> what? We should have thought that one through a little bit. That is a Hawkeye fanfic. You are correct. But I'm also going to do well because I've seen all the... Lifetime movies? I've, the Lifetime movies. <laughs> oh, my God. Mike, your title is Her Dark Past. That is a Lifetime movie. That is a Lifetime movie. You are correct. <laughs> you know how I know. You see that? <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Gio, your title is Adarent. Adarent? That sounds like a fanfic title. That is a Hawkeye fan fiction. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, dope. All right. Those were the easy ones. So okay. let's get to that. All right, all right. Katie, your title is The 10th Circle. Oh, come on. Oh, that's that a, a Hawkeye one. one. That is a Lifetime original movie. <laughs> the 10th Circle. <laughs> I know, right? When I saw that, I was like, perfect. <laughs> Mike, your title is Say Mercy. Oh, I, I honestly don't know on this one. Oh, no, Say Mike. Mercy. I'm going to say it's a Hawkeye fanfic. You are correct. It is a Hawkeye fanfic. What? Oh, all right, all right, let's go. Gio, let's go. your title is An Unexpected Love. God, that could be either. I'm going to go with Lifetime. That is a Lifetime original movie. Yeah. Okay, sick. <laughs> all right, two more rounds. Katie, your title is What If God Were the Sun? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, oh boy. I mean, <laughs> lifetime? 
That is a Lifetime original movie. Oh, my goodness. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> what if God were the sun? <laughs> it does sound like a good prompt for a fanfic, though, doesn't it? What if God were the sun and then you had to have sex with him or her? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, your title is Easy Prey. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say Lifetime. <laughs> that is a Lifetime original movie. <laughs> it sounds like something, right? Gio, your title is In the Dark. Uh, that sounds like a fanfic. That is a Hawkeye fanfic. Yes. We are good. Yeah, Gio. At this. We are Yay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. The last round. Katie, your title <laughs> is In the Absence of Light. <gasps> that is a Hawkeye fanfic. Yes. Dang. Is that a Roy Eye fanfic? Because it sounds like a Blind Roy title. <laughs> Blind Roy. Wait, what is Blind Roy? Yeah, is that a whole thing? You know, where he's still blind? Where he hasn't used the souls from that <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. to cure his blindness. Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike, your title is On the Subject of Apples. Whoa. All right, so it's a fanfic title, right? Because, like, what would that movie be about on the subject of apples? Unless it's, like, a movie about, like, like a girl who had, like, a, you know, a traumatizing experience with their apple picking coach <laughs> you can't see a lifetime movie about a, a, a girl who has a, an apple orchard right isn't that the plot of dear evan hansen oh my mm. god it is <laughs> i never i don't know anything about that good stay like that lifetime no fanfic you oh that's good because it is a hawkeye fanfic nice okay, amazing sorry. geo your title is some things never do change that sounds like a lifetime movie and that is incorrect yeah. it I is a hawkeye fanfic Oh. I have two last ones, which I think are really funny. I'm going to throw it to all of you. So Rapid fire. A little thing called murder. Oh, that's a Lifetime movie. That, that is a Lifetime movie. movie. God that damn it. Like, that sounds like a good time is what it sounds like. It does. <laughs> it's a hard okay. And the final one, Trial by Fire. Fanfic. I also think fanfic, but I'm I not confident anymore. I'm going to go Lifetime movie with this one. <laughs> well, guess what? All of you are right. It is a title for both. Oh, shut up. Yes, there's a Lifetime movie called Trial by Fire and there is a fanfic called Trial by Fire. Of course there is. It's Roy. (laughs) Every single flame pun has been taken. I found so many flame puns. Honestly, got to commend everyone on their creativity. I was genuinely worried that you were going to find one of mine or one of Katie's. That is so funny. What what are yours called? You want to float them out there? I'll talk about my Mona Lisa. It is... um, (laughs) <laughs> the FMA characters all playing Survivor. <laughs> and Greed gets a pet dolphin. That's great. <laughs> I wrote Buried Alive, which is a banger. Riza centered thing, of course. But I also wrote something once that was the uh, from the point of view of Roy's fire. Oh, wow. Whoa. It was like I wrote it in second person. It was the first time I'd ever written second person. And now I'm like addicted to writing second person. But well, like you do this, you do that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds amazing. A regular Italo Calvino. <laughs> I don't think I'm that good. But... <laughs> In the name of sharing, I will wrap this up by by sharing my fanfic. I will not tell you the title. It mm-hmm. is on fanfiction.net. It is not for Metal Alchemist related. I'm sorry about that. I wrote a fanfic, which is recreating the plot of Avatar The Last Airbender, but all the characters are played by Looney Tunes. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Bugs Bunny is Zang, Lola Bunny is Katara, Porky Pig is Sokka, Daffy Duck is Zuko. Link, link. I will give you the link, but listener, if you want to read that, 
good fucking luck because I'm never putting that out there again. <laughs> that is sensational. That gives me like Space Jam vibes, except better. But now we're reaching the end of this week's episode of Full Metal Analyst. So I'd like to take this moment to thank our guests for coming. Thank you so much. Apart from the fanzine, is there anything you two would like to plug? Oh, Geo's music. Ooh, that's so nice. <laughs> Geo's YouTube channel. Plug oh it. my gosh. Polarity. Go stream Polarity. Me, I don't do really anything except moderate this zine right now. <laughs> I would like to promote Katie's writing. Oh. Go check out Riza Hake on every writing platform. I think every writing platform ever. <laughs> read Buried Alive. Send me the link to Buried Alive and to your album so I can put that on the description so people can yes. tap that and open that up. In fact, oh, actually, thank you. do you mind if we use one of your tracks as like the ending music to this week's podcast? I'd be honored, actually. Yes. One of my songs on my new album, or not album, EP, is about Roy I because, you know, trash can. So. <laughs> Great. Perfect. <laughs> And if you want to follow a guy you have a crush on into war, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's twitter.com slash FM, the word analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. If possible, leave us a review. Recommend the show to a friend. You'd like to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. You can check that out at fullmantle-analysts.tumblr.com. We'd also like to thank Camilla Franklin for doing our podcast art. You can check out more of her work by following her on Instagram, at Camillastrator. If you like this episode and would like to hear more, why not subscribe to our Patreon? For just $2, you receive extended versions of each episode a week early. And that's when we usually have episodes, not this one, because it's a bonus episode. So if you're interested in that, go to patreon.com slash fmanalysts. We'll see you next time on Full Metal Analysts. Until then, please enjoy Broken Games by Gio Navas. Bye-bye. Can you see the bullet?